Hello, friends, and welcome to There's No People Like Show People, the podcast that connects and reconnects the theater community, inspires hope, and strives to help people not feel so alone. I am your host, Sarah Philobom. Happy New Year! Welcome back, show people, artists, educators, administrators, creatives, creators, and anyone out there in the arts. Or you know what? Maybe you're not in the arts and you're like, hey, I just want to listen to this cool podcast. We're so glad that you're here. If you want to follow us on the social medias, please do. For updates on the show, please follow us on Instagram at There's No People Like Show People. And while you're there, check out our sister podcast called Transformation, the Untold Stories of Motherhood, and follow along at Transformation Motherhood Pod. We can't thank you enough for listening and for your continued support. Wishing you a very happy, peaceful, and calm 2024. Oh, hello, friends. You know what? We are <laughs> we are starting off 2024 with a deep breath. And by a deep breath, I think I mean a lot of deep breaths. So, like, let's just take another one together right here. Ready? One, two, three, go. Oh, welcome to my new um, breathing and meditation podcast. <laughs> just kidding. Where it's the show people podcast. Uh, gosh, where to even begin? I feel like I, I always start off the new year sort of with a solo podcast. That's kind of been a tradition in years past. And um, I wanted to do that again. Like we are going into our, like we've been recording this podcast for what, three and a half years now. Um, our four-year anniversary will be in September, which is just wild to me. Uh, you know, okay, I feel like I kind of know where to begin. So I think we should begin with some reflections on 2023. Um, this past year w- was a good year, wasn't a bad year. Um, I think, like, it was actually it was my first year teaching at Shenandoah University for the whole year. So I I came in the middle of the year, which was a little weird because I always think it's weird coming, like starting fresh in the middle of a year. So like everyone had already gone through fall semester and then I came in in January and it was like, okay, second semester. And you don't really get all of like the meetings and stuff that you would get if you started the beginning of the school year, Um, which is fine. I just kind of felt a little thrown into things. So I I ended up feeling extremely overwhelmed especially because it was my first time teaching at the college level. Um, So yeah, and also, like last year, this is my busiest time of the year. So January through May is just cuckoo bananas, crazy town, just because there's just, I just, uh, I have more on my plate. Um, So at the dance studio, I plan the dance recital which is which is in may so there's a whole there's a lengthy checklist of things that need to be done and accomplished for that most of all it's like measuring all the kids for costumes and then figuring out who's doing the recital who's not doing the recital um getting all the costumes from the teachers ordering all the costumes making sure they all come in on time 
coordinating with the venue, coordinating with the photographer, having the dress rehearsal, and then doing the show. So obviously, once the end of May and June comes around, it's like a giant weight off of my shoulders because we all got through it. We all did it. Everyone had a great time. So that's going on. Also, um, I'm also teaching at Shenandoah again. Um, I'm adjunct, so I'm there two days a week. And the other days of the week and also nights, I'm at the dance studio. And um, so I'll be there during the day. So that's going on. Also, you have all these other just like life things that are happening. Uh, my birthday is coming up next week. I'll be turning, woohoo, the big 37. And I guess my question to you, dear listener, is, is anyone excited about turning 37? Um, it's kind of like a wah-wah kind of year. So um, can't wait for that. So, you know, I'm just going to like try to make it fun. Uh, Sophie's birthday is coming up and she will be turning 37. Five, five years old, which is way more exciting than turning 37. And in the fall, she'll be starting kindergarten. So like going, we have need to figure out like what elementary school she's, go, she's going to. There's a couple different options within like school districts and where we live and all of that. So like a lot of like fun and exciting things are coming up. Um, but not going to lie, I'm feeling anxious and overwhelmed, but I am like trying my best to remain, I wrote down these words, peaceful, calm, and optimistic. Um, the past two weeks, we had our winter break from college. Uh, it was also, it was Christmas, Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, New Year's Eve, New Year's Day, lots of holidays, lots of people, celebrations, a lot of fun, a lot of presents, uh, a lot of energy, a lot of that. So that was really nice. And I have actually felt like I have had some time to myself, which is nice. Um, but I also feel sad because when I look back, um, I, the last show that I performed in <clears throat> was Elf and that was four years ago. So I haven't performed in a show in four years, which feels like an eternity, especially because before that, all I did was perform in shows for, you know, my whole life, just years and years and years. It was shows on shows on shows. Um, and I loved it. I mean, like, yeah, it was exhausting. And I got to a point where I was feeling a little burnt out and I wanted a break from performing. And I definitely I definitely got it, but I didn't want a four year break from performing. And then the last show that I directed and choreographed was uh, was almost a year and a half ago. Um, and I just feel like the biggest thing that I'm struggling. Well, one of the biggest things that I'm struggling with right now is finding the time to be able to work on shows because my college job, like 100%, I have the time to work on shows. My other job at the dance studio, that's like a hourly position, full-time job, year-round. Like I only get two weeks vacation. I only get two weeks sick leave and a couple of personal days. So like there's really not a lot of flexibility to be able to do a show. And that I am like really, really, really struggling with that. So like I know some changes need to happen. I just don't know how to make them financially and time-wise. And I know like we're getting there. Like we're, the wheels are turning. Um, there's like goals in place. Uh, oh, I also wrote on here like grad school question mark. Like, when am I going to grad school? Where am I going? I don't know. So maybe like this year is just filled 
with a lot of big questions. But what I do know is that I'm supposed to be working on shows and I am happiest and most fulfilled when I am working on shows because I'm with my community of people that I love so much and we're all working so hard to create something. Um, So I think when I have that lack of creativity and that lack of community, I just feel very alone. So, okay, let's just like jump right into the goals for 2024. Um, The first thing I scribbled on this notebook was more time for myself to do the things that I love. And this includes having time to record episodes for my podcasts. Um, I really like last year at this time, we took a full semester long break in the spring. And I really don't want to do that again. Um, Over winter break, when I did have more time, I really tried to be proactive and make it a priority to reach out to people and be like, hey, like, do you have any time free? Like, would love to sit down with you. Like, let's record an interview. Um, And we actually did it. I recorded three interviews over break. So those will be coming out January and February. Really proud of myself. It's it's hard. Like, you know, when you're a mom and you and you work all the time, it's it's extremely difficult to carve out the time to do the things that you really, really, really want to do, because so much of your time is just taken up by work and responsibilities and being a parent and driving. Dear God, I spend so much time driving in the car. I cannot stand it. Even if I could cut my driving time down in half, like that would free up a lot of time. Anyway, um, the the goals are very like, now that I'm looking at this list, they're like very minimalistic and like simple. (laughs) The next thing on the list is to have less back pain, (laughs) to get more sleep, Um, And I think all of these really sort of boil down to prioritizing health and like really going back to the basics, like eating more fruits and vegetables, getting more sleep, drinking more water, um, stretching. Like I would I would I used to stretch every day. Like, why did I stop doing that? Like stretching. Um, And also that sort of coincides with my mental health journey And um, so I was diagnosed after I had Sophie, my daughter, I was diagnosed with postpartum depression and was put on a medication. Uh, I didn't think it was working, so I stopped taking it. So then I was then later on years later, I was just diagnosed with regular depression, was put on a medication last year that had some weird side effects. Okay, we need to switch your medication, switch to another antidepressant. That one like was working in the beginning, but then stopped working, which is actually very common. So then stopped taking that one. And then now here's this really cool thing. Um, if your insurance covers it and I like we're trying to figure that out right now, but I went to go get a sample. It has this fancy name. I'm probably going to get it wrong, but it's like farm. I think it's called pharmacogenomics. That could totally be wrong. Anyway, they like take a, a DNA sample and they like test different medications and they try to like rule out ones that just don't work with your system that your body can't metabolize so that it gives you a better idea of like what medication that you should be on um, for your depression and anxiety. So I finally like went to go do that. I'm just waiting for the test results to come back. It has been just year, (laughs) like a five year journey of trying to figure out like what's wrong with me. And I know what's wrong with me. It's that my whole life was just like turned upside down and I had to start over again. And now it's like, but then like I've spent so much time like really, really, really missing my old life and wanting to go back to my old life because it just felt 
easier and more fun. And I guess it's like what I was used to and sort of in my comfort zone and what I had been doing for years. Okay, I'm going to pack up the car and I'm going to do, I'm going to go do this contract and then I'm going to go to this contract and then I'm doing these shows and then I'm going to be over here and blah. And I did that for a decade. And then all of a sudden it was very jarring to sort of do the opposite of that and, and sort of stay in one place. Um, but like what I've realized is that I don't want to go back to my old life because there were a lot of things about my old life that were very toxic, that weren't healthy. Like I was a workaholic. I was married to my job. I don't want that anymore. Uh, I mean, like in the summer, I worked from like 9 a.m. until midnight every day. There were no days off. I don't want that anymore. Like I just don't. No one should have to do that. You know, like I, I want to have a life. I want to feel like a real human. And also like I, I have struggled with a lifelong eating disorder and I, I mean, like, God, I would just like starve myself. Like I was at the gym every day. I would barely eat. I was always on some crazy diet all the time. I don't want to do that anymore. And then in terms of people, there were also some like really toxic people in my life, too. And like, I don't want to deal with them anymore either. So I'm in this weird middle place where it's like, I don't want to go back to my old life, but my new life that I'm in currently right now, also there are parts of it that just don't feel right. And so I'm trying to like build and create this new life that is all encompassing where I know it's unrealistic to be able to like do all the things all, all at the same time. Um, but like, I want more time for creativity. I want more time to be able to work on shows. I would love to just have some more time for myself. Um, and yeah, so I don't know. We're like moving, but it, it just feels like it's taking a long time and I'm getting frustrated. So the next thing on my list is to be more patient with myself and to not be so hard on myself because... I am my own worst critic and I can be like, well, that wasn't good enough or you're not moving fast enough or, well, if you really wanted this, then you would be doing this, da, 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 da. So yeah, <laughs> I'm sure you all can relate out there. And the last thing on my, my goal list for the new year is just to be more present, be more mindful. And uh, I feel like a lot of the times I'm just kind of like going through the motions of life uh, which is hard because you're like, okay, well, got to do this, got to do that, got to teach this class, got well, okay, well, on to the next thing. Like, when is the next? And like having all these countdowns, um, and that's difficult too because you're never really appreciating the present moment. You're just constantly like rushing around. So it's to just be more present and not constantly be like, okay, oh, glad that's over. Next, you know, you live this life of like, next, what's next? What's next? Next, next, next. Whereas why can't you just be happy with where you are right now and also celebrate um, all of the things that you got through that like that you struggled with to get to where you are now? So anyway, <laughs> I think um, I'm going to end with, uh, a quote that like, well, it's not really a quote. It's more of like a, a saying or an idea. But I was listening to another podcast of another working artist mother. And she was a performer for a long time. She had a baby. Um, she didn't do shows for a long time because she was prioritizing being a mom. Totally understandable. And she said, sometimes you have to give up something that you really, really love for something else that you also really, really love. And that really like stuck with me because I'm like, you 
you can't be every, I struggle with not being able to be everywhere doing all the things that you love all at the same time. It's just, you have to pick and choose or you'll drive yourself crazy. And also like when you are thinking about your goals for the new year or dreams, desires, expectations, maybe try not to put so much emphasis on on like a specific like I have to do this by by this like a timeline like a like a deadline I have to do this by this date or I have to be this by or I have to accomplish whatever it is like like okay so for example something really specific like I have to lose 25 pounds by June 1st or like whatever it is or I need to book a national tour by September 4th like I don't know like or I like maybe like just giving yourself some more peace and grace and and sitting back and thinking like rather than what do you want to rather than thinking what do I want to specifically um achieve more so how would you like to feel in 2024 and what I wrote was I would like to feel less overwhelmed less depressed less uh confused and I would like to feel more happy peaceful and calm. So listeners, um, I hope you come back for more episodes and more interviews. We have some really exciting guests coming up and I know I'm going to keep recording because I just, I don't know, I love it so much. I think I say this a lot and maybe I sound like a broken record, but the world needs more community and connection. And I am really wishing you a happy, peaceful and calm start to 2024.